0: You know, there is so much to talk about how real power operates in this world, particularly the power of media. And James O'Keefe at Project Veritas uh, has come up with an amazing, incredible video that a brave insider handed over to him. And you can find, of course, his work. I'll put all the links below. They're also hiring journalists. I will put the link to that below as well. You should check that out. But this is regarding Jeffrey Epstein. Now, I've done a bunch of shows on Jeffrey Epstein before, so I'm going to assume you have some familiarity with this uh, serial abuser of uh, children, of of girls, and so on. And this was filmed. It's a hot mic situation. It was filmed in August of this year, and it is this uh, anchor at uh, uh, ABC. I've
1: had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air.
0: Okay, so let's... Just understand what she's saying here. So this is Amy Robach, an ABC News anchor. And she said, I've had the story of Epstein for three years. I've had this interview with Epstein victim Virginia Roberts, now Guiffre. And this um, woman was, she, she, she was, a, a, a claims to have been abused by Jeffrey Epstein in horrible ways and, and farmed out to rich and powerful men as a, virtually a sex slave she's kept documents, she's kept records, she's been on the run for 12 years, and this news organization kind of lured her out for an interview, and she's had this interview for three years.
1: We would not put it on the air. Um, First of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story.
0: Okay. So minimization, of course, is how abusers work. Oh, it's all in your head. It's not real. It's not, not factual. So this woman, Amy Robach is told by news professionals that no one you see is interested in the story of Jeffrey Epstein. Now, of course, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, when he was put in jail, was arrested, put in jail, when there was a first attempt on his life, and when he died in jail, was the number one story in the world. So either this person who told Amy Robach that no one cares about Jeffrey Epstein, either that person has zero idea what actually interests people, and yet his job is to know what interests people, or he has some other ulterior motive for not talking about Jeffrey Epstein.
1: Um, Then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways.
0: So this, of course, is the British palace, and there are pictures, uh, or at least a picture that I've seen, of uh, Prince Andrew with one of these victims, and Prince Andrew remained friends with jeffrey epstein even after jeffrey epstein was convicted of his crimes and um so yeah there's there's and this of course is is power right so when the media goes after someone when the media trashes someone when the media writes a hit piece on someone what does it tell you it tells you that that person has nothing with which to threaten the media because the media will write hit pieces on people, right? I mean, they've written hit pieces on me. I'm sure there are more to come, right? So there are hit pieces on me and others. And they say, we're dangerous, you see. <laughs> we're, we're we're dangerous in some, in some unspecified manner or some false manner. But here you see is how real power works. Who are the dangerous people? Well, the dangerous people are those who can call up a network and say, don't you dare run this story. And the network says, <laughs> okay, okay, we won't. Right, So, I mean, I don't have that power. Do you have that power? Nobody I know who's had hit pieces wrong. So this is how you know that the media are you know, blatant bullies, right? Because people who have power can just get the stories killed. I mean, uh, you can read Ronan Farrow. has It's a good new book out called Catch and Kill about how news organizations, well, how they dealt with uh, Harvey Weinstein and so on, but how news organizations uh, will uh, pay people, um, for their stories and then have them sign a non-disclosure agreement, thus effectively killing their capacity to talk about things, even when those things seem to involve criminal behavior. So, so this is important, right? This is important. The real dangerous, the really dangerous people in the world, the media will never write hit pieces about, right? They, they pick on bloggers and vloggers and, and people like me and so on because we can't threaten them a million different ways. We don't have that kind of leverage and power. We also don't have things that they need, which we'll get to in just a sec, right? So this is how you know. Whoever, whoever, this is a basic rule, basic law, whoever the media writes a hit piece on is somebody who is not dangerous and has little, if any, power. All right.
1: Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will say, no, that no, we, no, that, that no, also no, quashed no, the story.
0: Okay, so, boy. Oh, boy. I just... I mean, I really need you to understand this is how the world, you know, works. Stripped bare of its civilized mask, this is raw power, right? So uh, what are they talking about? They're talking about Prince William and Kate Middleton, his wife, right? Uh, One of the uh, uh, sons of um, Princess Diana, right? So this is how power works. So they can make money, they can sell advertising space if they get interviews with kate and will the royals who are you know fairly do-nothing useless people who were born into privilege and so on now i gotta tell you too this is a bit of a gender divide this is a sex divide basically because i i've never met a single man who'd be like oh they're interviewing kate and will i must watch that oh how fascinating right it's a, it's a girl thing, right? This is, a, I mean, all the gossip brags and all that and, and who's wearing what and, oh, look, this star is wobbly holding a latte while they fill their gas, just like us, right? All of this stuff is, uh, it's, it's girl stuff, right? It's, it's girly stuff, right? So because they want to sell stuff to women, they will bury stories of rampant sex enslavement and abuse. That's monstrous beyond words. That is monstrous beyond words. Now, of course, women should say, wait a minute, you put women in harm's way. You put little girls or young girls in harm's way. Three years ago, Epstein was a free man, able to do what he willed, pretty much, with the cover, like Harvey Weinstein of the media. So women could say to ABC, wait a minute, you put girls' lives and and." physical integrity at risk because you thought we would prefer to look at kate and will babbling inanities at a camera what's she wearing he's really balding right i mean come on they wouldn't be able to interview kate and will also quash the story now here's the thing too right so when it comes to access right i mean you guys have access to me i mean i've got 4500 shows uh, almost i mean you have access to me is i mean i'm Pretty, pretty easy to access. I do call-in shows, I do listener calls and so on, dial-in shows. So I'm pretty easy to access. So me withholding access is not really much of a bargaining chip. But if they don't get Kate and Will, by golly, that's going to cost them money, even though the reality is, this, and this is all nonsense, because the reality is they would have made more money pursuing Epstein than Kate and Will, because Epstein turned out to be just about the biggest story in the world. So they would absolutely... So it's not just... There's always another motive. It's not just about money-making. Epstein was a huge story. Come on. A rich, powerful sex predator who'd operated under the cover of light and daylight for decades. Come on. I mean, if Donald Trump talking about women who will let you grab them if you're rich and famous, if that's news, if, if the Covington kids... Stuff is news. I mean, these guys, ABC covered the Covington kids. Garbage, right? ABC News pumped Christine Blasey Ford's unfounded allegations against Brett Kavanaugh. So they can't talk about their high standards of journalism as one of the reasons they say. I'm paraphrasing here. But one of the reasons that ABC says, "Well, we didn't we didn't really release it because it didn't meet our high standards of journalism." It's like, dude, the woman is well documented. The victim, she's on the record. Whereas Christine Blasey Ford was trying to remember a party from decades ago. (sighs) Journalistic standards, you got to be kidding, right? So this is real power, that if you can withhold Kate and Will, boy, you can get them to do what you want. But again, it's not about the money, because they could have made a lot of money covering Epstein
1: and then um and then alan dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes she told me everything she had pictures she had everything she was in hiding for 12 years we convinced her to come out we convinced her to talk to us um it was unbelievable what we had clinton
0: clinton uh there you go there's your money shot they had dirt on the clintons well in this case bill clinton but they're a married couple right This is three years ago during the presidential campaign season, or decade as it felt like, right? This is three years ago. And they had astonishing dirt on Bill Clinton. And they chose not to run it. Just like the network that chose not to run the interview with Juanita Broderick until after. So that's very powerful. That's incredibly powerful. I mean, what do you think the value is of not publishing that interview three years ago? In terms of like it considered, if you could mark up the value of it as a political campaign contribution, what would be the value of that? Well, Hillary Clinton spent $768 million trying to become president and came very, very close. What is 80,000, 70,000 votes difference, right? So I got to think it's worth about $768 million. Now that's real power. It's real power. Now, of course, if it had been Fox News that had withheld for three years, this kind of horrifying information about Donald Trump, well, of course, you'd never hear the end of it, a betrayal of democracy and so on, and, and we, need, we demand a recount and, and you name it, right? They had everything. And they betrayed this woman, right, who was a victim as a child, she claims. They betrayed her because they said, come to us, talk to us. We will get your story to the world. And she went through all of the stress and trauma of mulling it over, of talking it over with her lawyer, of trying to figure out whether she should do it. She went down. She relived it. She talked about it. She was probably re-traumatized by reliving it. And then they did nothing. Nothing. Because, well, it gets pretty clear.
1: We had everything. I I tried for three years to get it on to no avail, and now it's all coming out, and it's like these new revel- revelations. And I freaking had all of it. I, I I'm so pissed right now. Like every day, I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my god, we it was um, what, what we had was unreal. Other-
0: okay, so I need to kind of understand how this kind of mindset works. So this woman, Amy Roback is upset and angry and annoyed. Why? Did she sit there and say three years ago, wow, they're really burying this story, but there's this predator out there who this woman claims is preying on girls or was preying on girls. He may still be doing it, she would say, for all I know. I cannot sleep at night. I cannot rest until I get this story out to the world because I might be complicit to some degree morally, in the continuing abuse of girls. How do you get up and go to work when they've spiked a story at the expense of the security and safety of children? How do you do it, Amy? How do you sit in that chair and smile and do the news, knowing that your silence may be costing girls their innocence and that you may be helping to keep crimes obscured from the light of day injustice. I mean, there's got to be some way to get this information out if your network spikes it. Well, I guess uh, heroes are for the movies, right? Heroes are for the movies. And here you can see that she's upset, fundamentally, in my opinion, about being scooped. She's not sitting there and saying, it's been torturing me how many girls I might have... She didn't say, it's been torturing me the fact that girls might have ended up being abused because I was silent. I was silenced. Now, what are all those women saying? Give us a voice. Give us a voice. which well, she's got about the biggest voice in media. And she doesn't say it has tortured me about these girls. It has tortured me that I drew this woman out to give her story and then allowed it to be spiked. She didn't raise enough of a stink. She didn't raise enough of a fuss tell the truth and shame the devil or possibly incarcerate the devil who knows but she is upset you see at being scooped she's upset that she didn't get the story and this is who is running the media who's in the media
1: are women backing it up hey yep brad edwards the attorney three years ago saying like on like we there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever
0: known. Okay, right there, right there, right there. This is according to this woman's lawyer. There will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And this woman, through her silence, and ABC, through their silence, allowed him, or did not break the cycle that kept him free and loose in the community to prey on more children. It's moral torture sometimes because you know what the right thing to do is, but there are negative consequences. Where's the moral torture here? Where's the mea culpa? Where's the I can't live with myself? Where's the I've got to quit? You know, why didn't she quit, go to a new network, and say to that new network, the condition of my employment is I get to re-interview this woman and release the damn story. Which turned out to be the number one story in the world. Nope. Their silence allowed the most prolific pedophile America has ever known, according to this woman's lawyer, to not face the light of day. So the next time the mainstream media shows you a dead child or shows you a crying child or shows you a child that's been separated from her mother at the border, even if that's not what's actually happening, the next time the mainstream media talks to you about the children, the children, the children we oh so care about, the children, I want you to remember ABC spiking a story for a variety of reasons, including, I believe, to help Hillary Clinton win the election, And let this man described as the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known in America, let him walk the streets. Because, you see, that's how much they care about the children.
1: I had it all three years ago.
0: So that is some powerful stuff. And she goes on, uh, I'll skip forward here. You can, of course, watch the entire video for yourself, and you really should, and please go and help uh, Project uh, Veritas. But, uh, yeah, she did have all of this. And then the question of suicide versus murder comes up.
1: So do I think he was killed? A hundred percent. Yes, I do. Because you want he made his whole living blackmailing people.
0: Okay, so the argument that Jeffrey Epstein was a blackmailer and that he was murdered in prison was called, of course, a conspiracy theory very recently by people in the mainstream media. Now, this, of course, is what they're talking about behind closed doors or, in this case, on a hot mic. This is what they're talking about. Yeah, he was totally killed. Yeah, he made his living blackmailing people. But you see... Because they're cowards and they're bullies, they'll pick on little people in the alternative media and and call us all these terrible names and we're the grave danger in the world. But really powerful people, they won't touch with a 10-foot pole. This was abusive, in my opinion, to bring this woman out of the shadows, to interview her, to re-traumatize her, and then to further betray her trust and confidence by not even airing the damn interview. Thus, also, I believe, putting literally countless other children at risk. He made his whole living blackmailing people. I think he was killed. So, why not make that case on air? Foreigners like me, <laughs> doing the job that American media just doesn't want to do. Well, of course, it's not like the Canadian media is dealing with it either, right? Yeah.
1: There were a lot of men in those planes, a lot of men who visited that island, a lot of powerful men who came into that apartment. when I heard he was found dead in his jail
0: cell, somebody says it's hard to hear. When I heard he was found dead in his jail cell, I was like...
1: I knew immediately. <clears throat> and they made it seem as though he made that... Suicide attempt two weeks earlier, but his lawyers claimed that he was roughed up by his cellmate around the neck. That was all, like, to plant the seed. And then, that's why I really believe it. Like, really believe it.
0: So this is what Amy Roback believes, but she can't talk about it openly on the air. Because this is a private moment of, well, let's just say reflection. And she can't say to her bosses, look, the guy was... All evidence points towards the guy being killed and that he was a blackmailer. Let's start researching that. (laughs) Well, they don't want to do that, you see, because, as she says, there are powerful people. Now, when I was growing up, I had this vague idea that the media actually took on powerful people in defense of the little guys. But now what they do is attack the little guys and defend the powerful people. Maybe it's always been that way. It probably has, but... uh, I guess I had some delusions in the past. The last of the leaked tape has Robach talking about alleged Epstein conspirator, Gillian Maxwell, and how she should be very careful.
1: He's got to have left.
0: So somebody says he's got to have left evidence, like in the room, unexplained. Evidence,
1: like in the room, unexplained. Well, Gillen Maxwell, who I had all sorts of stuff on her too. I love it. I'm like, it's so funny to hear everyone say her name now because I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> I
0: had all the. Never- see, so you can see her frustration that she got scooped, not her frustration or her moral terror, her existential crisis at having participated in the cover up of this described most prolific pedophile in America.
1: It was like, who's that? Who cares? I kept getting that. Who cares? Um, she knows everything. She knows, she knows, she should, she should, she should be careful. Well, she was his, like, yeah. she went out and recruited all of these girls.
0: And why is she not being brought in for cross-examining, for questioning in front of a grand jury, for participation in all of this? I haven't followed that story. I just know that she is kind of gone, well, not even in the wind. She was photographed in a cafe, I think. But, uh... Because there are this these are the people who there are real consequences to mess with, right I mean you you find some blogger and and, and go with it. it's, you know I mean it's, it's it's like the British police who would rather go after hate speech violators than actually deal with dangerous criminal rape gangs, right I mean it's it's nicer uh, and and more fun to go and yell at a granny for posting skepticism about mass immigration than it is to take on. Dangerous and well organized rape gangs in in the UK, right? So, this is this is like whoever the media is attacking is by definition not dangerous, not dangerous by definition. Stand
1: by. She should watch her back. Because if she goes, I mean, I'd have like security guards all around me.
0: The brave and okay, so that is the reality of how this woman sees the rich and the powerful and the connected that they're willing to you know they'll just off someone in a jail that uh, you will um, you you face threat of your life if you go against their wishes and that's how she's functioning how she's working and this is really really important to understand that if the media has someone in their crosshairs i hate to repeat myself really really important to understand media has someone in their crosshairs media is attacking someone That person is not dangerous, because this is how they deal with the dangerous people. They bury, they kowtow, they submit, they roll over like the good little lapdogs that they are.
1: So then the question is, who killed
0: the ABC News story and why? ABC News and why? Help us find out. James Goldston is the president of ABC News. What did he know, and when did he know it? Here's the landline number for ABC News president, Goldston. That's three four seven two two seven 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 one zero, And you can go at James Goldston, G-O-L-D-S-T-O-N, on Twitter. And his Twitter account. If you're an insider at ABC News or any other major media outlet or big tech company and you have seen corruption or bias, contact us at projectveritas.com slash brave. Okay, so you can help them out and you can get involved. They're hiring and uh, please help them out, support them, share, donate if you can. Uh, this is incredibly powerful work. Is it going to reform the media? I don't know. I mean, it seems to me that they're beyond reformation, which is why they're fighting so hard, but it just tells you, like, who has the real power in this world? Who has the power to squash stories? You know, Alan Dershowitz can make a phone call and uh, the, the the royals can make uh, phone calls and they can threaten to withhold The uh, Prince and Princess Puppy for interviews. And uh, next thing you know, ABC News is helping to let the most prolific pedophile in America have his friendly little walk about the neighborhood.